It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go <laughs> You better put them hands together. Yeah, the duo of uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, not nearly enough. Against the duo of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray last night in Game 3 of the NBA Finals. So, uh, on the heels of a massive global news story this week with the PGA Tour merging with the Live Tour and the Saudi Royal Fund. Another piece of global bombshell news yesterday with the word that Lionel Messi is coming to the MLS. We talked last hour to Eric Goodman. Uh, He has really interesting take and thoughts on how this can help grow the MLS if the MLS and the owners in the MLS are willing to take it and run with it, right? And I thought it was a really interesting comment by him that this could be a short window in time that leads into the 2026 World Cup and is a jolt to the MLS and North American soccer, but... If the owners and the ownership and the teams in the MLS don't loosen some salary cap restrictions and the ability to to try to attract some of the top players in the world, then they will miss miss the opportunity. And I thought that was interesting that he pointed out that uh, Inter Miami in the past has been penalized by the league for bringing in uh, those kind of off books players, right? Those players that are sure. Um, uh, what do they call the international players that they bring in, Buck? They're called the. Uh, um, what, what what would you Sebastian uh, Driussi? What's uh, the, what's his his official roster title? Uh, de- designated player. Yes. Like you can designate a player or two that, that are kind of off the books, and you can pay them more than the normal salary cap. I th- there's a salary cap in the MLS. Yes. Yes. What? And, and then they go back to their teams. That's so stupid. And so and and again, as Eric pointed out, that Miami apparently had four at one point off the books, and they. And to his point is, well, they're trying to put a really good team on the field, but they're 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 the pitch, and so they're trying to. But the league wants to keep parity. They want to keep the league even. They want everybody to have a chance. And I guess I get that if you're borrowing the NFL uh, idea. But if you're trying to gla- attract the best players in the world uh, into, uh, into your league, which you should be, right? I mean, if that's the goal, you're never going to eclipse the Premier League and some of these things. But at the same time, you can attract really great players, uh, which makes for better teams, which makes for better soccer. Uh, and to add, to to bring Lionel Messi in is a is a pretty big deal. Uh, to bring eyeballs, bring interest, bring credibility to a league that's now 25 years old but needs a, a push like this. Because as you said, Buck David Beckham, when he came in, David Beckham owns the Miami team that is now going to you know it's where Lionel Messi is going to play. Uh, owns the team. David Beckham when he came was was really at the end of his career and was really more of a figurehead. Yeah, you'd like to get some of these stars when they're in their early that's in their twenties, right. but that's kind of hard to do because European soccer well, just has it all. Well, and think about it. This is big picture, but you know the USA has a chance to be a pretty good side in the uh, World Cup in a couple of years, right? They do. Well, what if you could get a couple of those players to stay and play in the MLS? 
and not go play for a Premier League team or a sure. European League team. Uh, that's kind of the thing, I mean, and and that's what it's going to take. You 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 have a guy like Christian Pulisic or you know these best players on t- on the U.S. men's national team that all of a sudden decide they want to stay and play in the MLS. Well, that's how you grow the league. I mean, that's how you grow eyeballs, and and it's grown, it's growing. Uh, but to to Eric's other point, which I thought was was a buck on and astute, that the Apple Group, when it, when Apple came in and spent two billion dollars to televise every MLS game, as he said, it wasn't just to more than just televise the MLS games. It was to televise them to the world, and to attract world eyeballs, you have to do things like bringing in Lionel Messi. Yes, and cutting him in on the deal with Apple. Uh, so he's 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 part raising of that my deal. World Cup tickets just in case dude shows up, just walks into the stadium. Okay, yuck. That says, E, you can still say gender reveal. Well, no, I, I don't think uh, Zion Williamson was was announcing the gender of his kid, but you can still do. I'm glued to that, right, the pink or the blue. He was, They were announcing that they were with child. I don't yes. Think that's what they yeah, were doing, and that's what fired up. That the, wasn't the big news, though. That's what fired up the porn star. <laughs> the big news was that skank. <laughs> she said, oh, no, you, oh, no, you did. Oh, no. We're coming to- I'm just confused on how, like, I know he's a young guy. He's, he's, I think he's around a little bit younger than me, but you were gonna you were going to pay for that. Porn star to move to New Orleans. So she you, says. That's, what, that's what she says. Oh, no. I've seen the Snapchat messages. He's like, so how much is it going to cost oh, per she month? she put all that out there? But he said with respect. With, oh, what a fool. Hey, can we get to the headlines? He's just a young fool. Yeah, young and immature and, you know, not good. Let's get to the headlines. All right, Top Gun Equipment Rails bringing you the news. Yeah, the big news in Miami yesterday came early in the day with soccer legend Lionel Messi announcing that he is joining Inter-Miami, part of the Major League Soccer, MLS. 35-year-old who would long, long believed that he would follow his longtime rival Cristiano Ronaldo and choose to play for a club in Saudi Arabia who reportedly offered him a three-year contract in excess of a, a million, a billion and a half dollars. Uh, but instead, the Golden Foot revealed his decision yesterday. He's going to Miami. First game, they expect some point in July. He's going to play a couple of uh, international games with his Argentinian team uh, here in the month of June. Uh, Austin FC will play at Inter-Miami on July the 1st. NBA, Denver's dynamic duo of stars, put on a show last night, to say the least. Game three of the NBA Finals, it was uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray becoming the first teammates in league history to both record 30-point record triple-doubles in a single game. 109-94, the final. Jokic had 32 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists. That is the first such game in NBA Finals history for Jokic, a 30-20 triple-double. While Murray, meanwhile, with 34 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. As we said before last night's game, no teammates had ever done that. Not in any game. Not a regular season game. Not a playoff game. Certainly not a finals game. Nuggets also out-rebounded Miami 58-33. They now lead that best-of-seven series two games to one. In Major League Baseball, over tonight for the Texas teams, Rangers uh, blanked in Arlington by uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, one to nothing. weren't able to finish off that three-game sweep despite a complete game four-hit, twelve strikeout night from their right-hander John Gray. They lose it one to nothing. Uh, Texas will be off today ahead of their much-anticipated series in Tampa Bay this weekend. That is a matchup of the clubs with the best two records in baseball for three games at Tropicana Field. Astros, a three-two loser in Toronto last night. They'll wrap up that series. North of the border, that four-game series tonight. Round Rock Express and an 11-9 winner at Salt Lake. And in college softball, the World Series there, Oklahoma Sooners won their 52nd game in a row. They blanked Florida State 5-0, now one win away from a third consecutive national championship. And in golf, amid the historic and tumultuous week, they've teed off the first round of the RBC Canadian Open in Toronto this morning. Rory McIlroy is the two-time defending champion of that event. Yesterday, the third-ranked player in the world met with the media and confirmed that he indeed feels a 
a little bit like a sacrificial lamb in the wake of the PGA Tour's merger with Live Golf and the Saudi Public Investment Fund, but also said he's resigned to the fact that their overwhelming money made it inevitable and that he's satisfied that the Live Golf League won't be a part of the alliance. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Loud Equipment. Get a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler zero-turn mowers in stock till June 30th at Top Gun. Topgun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Do you realize Rory said that they never even approached him about playing live golf? They never offered him yeah, any he, money? He did say that. Well, because he made it clear he'd never take it. Uh, was, he's been the most vocal. At, uh, um, but he was never on the offering sheet. I mean, they, I mean that is weird. Yeah, you know, he. Yeah, you know, that's. Uh, you know, we know Tiger Woods was offered in excess of eight hundred million dollars, and he wasn't even going to play. Or we were believe Rory uh, that Tiger Woods was offered that and didn't take it. Um, you know, again, that's you know, the players leaving, which which is perfectly within their right. They're independent contractors to take that money, but really, that's what led to the disruption. That's what led to the lawsuits, which led to the opportunity and the leverage that the Saudis had to to make this happen. Uh, because again, there's there were reports this week that there was another big name, number one player type that had won major a ma- a major champion, who was uh, flirting with the idea of jumping to live. And if you connect the dots on that report, then that might have been John Rahm. Not going to say it was John Rahm, but you know John Rahm won the Masters this year. John Rahm was the number one player in the world this year, and he didn't play well this past uh, tournament, the PGA Championship. And I, I think. More and more of the top players were seeing that, man, to be fresh when you get to the majors, which is what are the biggest tournaments, like Brooks Kepka has been, mm-hmm. and to be your best gives you a chance to win those tournaments. And, you know, maybe you know, the PGA Tour players say, when we're run down and we're playing week to week and because we promised to do so and pledged to do so, you know, maybe the better way is live. And as long as you're going to be allowed to play in the majors, because, you know, John Rahm winning the Masters, you know, gives him a lifetime exemption at the Masters. He can always play in the U.S. Open. And he's, you know, those kind of things. And, well, I just have to play a couple weekends a year or play these events, and I can still play in the majors. That's what the PGA Tour was fighting against, not just the players who had already left and the lawsuits Well, the that PGA Tour doesn't want to, like I said, they don't want to lose their colonials and, and, sure, you know. Well, that's what you have to be seeing when the schedule is released in 2024 under this new agreement. What is it going to look like? You have to, you have to know Saudi Arabia and the Saudi Fund is going to push for an event or two in Saudi Arabia or in the Arabian Peninsula. Um, yes. Uh, what are the formats? Because Rory's comment yesterday that he's he's satisfied that this he's resigned to the fact that this pretty much had to happen. You can't outspend them. Now they have the leverage with the lawsuits and the, the players leaving and the, the allure that they've created. But he's satisfied that the Live Tour will no longer exist. Now, is that true? Because Greg Norman, the commissioner of the Live Tour, met his – employees yesterday and said we will we will go on and flourish and and maybe greg norman hasn't been told yet that no this is not going to be a part of it that all needs to be worked out but it's still a fascinating story and it's more of a business deal and a business merger than than a sports story at this point of how it all came together but uh big deal and yes you would like to say that the colonial and the shell houston open and the san antonio valero texas yeah. Open will still exist i don't know as they have been but yeah a lot of unknowns at this point uh but we do know they're playing in canada Playing in Canada right now. All right, Buck, here is the uh, the college football story of the morning. We knew it's going to happen, right, just this year or just this month uh, or last month over at the Texas Capitol. The legislature pushed through the new bill that gives Texas universities more freedom within the NIL rules, right, more coverage from NCAA penalty to do and be more creative, I guess we should say, with the name, image, and likeness, especially through their collectives and through their, uh, you know, their, their funds, 
uh, booster funds. Uh, so we know Texas has a new set of rules. Uh, other states have different sets of rules, right? More, Texas has more money than most states that compete in, in major college football. So with that in mind, we know that Nick Saban, who's been sounding the alarm about the, uh, the unevenness now and in the future of the NIL and how it operates, uh, Nick Saban led a, a group of SEC coaches to Washington, D.C., on the uh, coming out of the uh, SEC meetings of last week to plead for help uh, from the feds to create or to help, uh, you know, try to mitigate and put a set of formal rules that are nationwide, not state by state. Uh, and then yesterday, Alabama State, state Senator Tommy Tuberville, of course, former football coach, uh, called the current patchwork of state laws and governing collegiate name, image, and likeness compensation for college athletes a disaster. He did it in a video that was released to USA Today, and um, he planned, He said he plans to meet with constituents from across college sports uh, in Washington, D.C. to address the situation. He said, today we are meeting with coaches, athletic directors, and administrators from several different conferences here in Washington talking about the disastrous new NIL rules, and they are a disaster, he re-emphasized. Re- Tuberville wants athletes to have the opportunity to earn NIL compensation, but believes the current system is rife with abuse. He's working alongside West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin to draft a bill addressing coming NIL regulation. Okay, when is it coming? 24, 25? It's not coming. How long do you think it'll take me? Two years, probably? Uh, well, you can draft a bill pretty quickly. How quickly does it move through and um, become law? That is the question. Uh, Tuberville says in the video, I'm for players being able to be compensated for their hard work in athletics as well as academics. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have to come to some kind of agreement where we can help the NCAA make improvements to this runaway NIL situation uh, that we are in as we speak. Players transferring at any time, question mark. Players making deals with the help of agents and schools not being able to be compensated after making these deals. We're looking out for the player as much as for the university, but we're looking out for education. We're looking out for the sanctity of college sports. Very nice, Tommy. So, in other words, but they're gonna they they don't want to just take over NIL. They want they want to take control of the portal and all that other stuff too. Well, I think if you go back to when the NCAA a couple of weeks ago went before these same folks right in Washington D.C., mm-hmm. what they were asking for was a legal coverage. That's important. Like because yeah, they don't want to be in court lawsuits. Law yes, right. The lawsuits is what really led to this and. People suing when when you know players tried to transfer and they couldn't. We know the Edo we know the Edo Bannon case and others pushed the name, image, and likeness through the court system and ended up in the Supreme Court and that's what led to the nine zero verdict and decision and uh, you know the, the free for all and the NCAA didn't have anything ready to go as far as rules go once they lost that battle and they also have been were lo- spending a ton of money in legal fees to fight these other other lawsuits and so when they went to the to, to Washington D.C. the ask of legal coverage. I guess meaning the feds would give them you can't sue the NCAA. Can you imagine that? Like 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 legal protection given by the US government that says you you can't that they can they can punish you as a player or a school uh an athletic department. If they make a mistake, they're not going to get penalized for making a mistake. But you can't mistake. sue them back right. if they did it wrong. Yes. Would and that's essentially what they're asking for. But at the same time, the, one of the reasons the NCAA is asking for that or the reason is that right now if people are committing because there are still rules that a lot of people believe are not being followed. Um, you know, we know Nick Saban uh, just last summer was talking about Texas A&M bought their whole recruiting class. And yeah, they're you're not, not high schoolers. Yeah. yeah, you're not supposed to use name, image, and likeness money to be able to 
recruit, uh, incentivize people to either transfer to your school or come to your school out of high school. Once they get on campus and join your, your, your program, then they can capitalize on their name, image, and likeness, but you can't use it as an inducement. Well, we know that that's happening. So the NCAA, though, won't come in and investigate and punish because they know they'll get sued. And right now they're not on good legal ground to, to do so. Uh, they'll probably lose based on legal precedent uh, that is out there. Remember the, uh, the big booster at the University of Miami, who John Ruiz, who was, was kind of bang, helped bankroll that, that Final Four team that the Hurricanes put on the floor this year and is helping out with all their sports. I know he's been the most you know, outspoken critics of this, saying, you know, because people say, well, where's the NCAA trying to come in and police what's happening to Miami? Uh, John Ruiz said, well, do it and I'll sue you. And he's a he's an attorney himself. Like, go, go ahead. We've got the lawsuits drafted and ready to go if you come in and try to put sanctions on the University of Miami and our athletic department. And and that's where the the NCAA is seeking legal cover from the feds to at least try to police it. And then, yeah, because I don't know, I don't think they want the NCAA, the, the U.S. government to be running no, the portal. No, I wouldn't think so. Uh, but the they just they, the NCAA needs more teeth and they need more ability to to fight if we're going to go there. But the thing Tuberville said is, look, we need to come up with a, with something from this level that at least evens the playing field, and we're not doing this state by state because obviously we know college sports are played across state lines. You don't play all your games in your state, so your play, your rules are different than they are in bordering states and surrounding states. That becomes problematic. Even you know, I think folks even here in Texas, who they know, you know schools here get to play under some of the most friendliest NIL rules, would understand that that's. That's untenable. Did you see that the uh, college football game that's supposed to come out next year could be in jeopardy? The college uh, players associate, college football players association, came out and said that they're they're trying to organize a boycott because they offered five hundred dollars for name, image, and likeness, like to have them in the game with no royalties. That news dropped yesterday, and people are real upset about that because we we've been without that game since twenty fourteen when all this twenty thirteen when all this went down, and uh, I don't that. That's the big deal with me when I think of name, image, and likeness is I haven't had my college football game, which is the best game, video game, <laughs> in the history of video games for almost 10 years at this point. That's a, that's a way to put it in perspective, Ty. That's I mean, put, where it needs to be. I don't understand how these, like, 500 bucks, with all the money that's going around, I've realized there's a lot of guys you got to pay, but so we sure. might not have that game this year. Um, so Tommy Tuberville's comments come as a convoy of college coaches and administrators are expected to lobby a similar stance on NIL on the NIL front. So he's looking for an an even playing ground playing field again. Well, a federal law. He's not just for the state of Alabama, right? Right. No, now, he is the state senator for Alabama. But yes, he would. This would be a. a a countrywide issue, obviously, the United States of America. There's no way they can pass anything. It's um, the states. Right. Well, that's going to become, right. and that'll end up in Just because too. Alabama doesn't have as much money as the state of Texas for, you know, like donors-wise, I think that's the only reason Nick Saban's even talking about this. Well, if he had the money that A&M and Texas and these other USC's. No, he wouldn't things, be talking about no, this. exactly. Yeah, he doesn't. It's going gonna, it's gonna to tip the scales, right? And, right. I mean, obviously Nick Saban has had the. He just brought in the number one recruiting class, by the way, this past recruiting cycle. If we weren't paying with, with and, no and, money, and, yeah, and he didn't promise anybody anything before they Correct. they got on campus. Uh, but yes, that's that's where it's at, and obviously NIL impacts every sport in college athletics. We know football is the king of that, but at the same time, uh, it's it's all your athletic department. So you know, Tommy Tuberville to the rescue—that should scare us all, I think. But um, you know, to each his own. Uh, but Tommy Tuberville, you knew this was going to happen. Well, right? I don't, I don't. I don't begrudge them for trying because the NCAA is not going to do anything. They, and by the way, the SEC and all these all, all these different entities aren't going to do anything either. E, they're just gonna they're just gonna roll. 
They want it to be even, but it's not going to be even. Well, I mean, if the U.S. But I don't want the U.S. government taking over it. Well, if they put a law that makes it uniform, I, I, I don't know what this. We won't know until Tommy Tuberville and Je- Senator Joe Manchin of, of uh, West Virginia draft the legislation. Right. What it is. Once it's drafted, we can look through it and see what they're what they're wanting to push through, uh, and then what eventually does get pushed through, if anything. But we know what the NCAA has asked for. They they went there asking for, hey, if you do draft legislation, please do. We legal protection is important to us. Um, also, in know, other words, when we get ready to penalize them, you, you, we need your back too because there are going to be some penalties. Yes, if we're going to go in and drop a hammer on a university, we can't get sure. sued back and uh, and boosters uh, who will sue us right back. Uh, the, but can they do that? Can you give legal protection to a, an entity like the NCAA? I, again, I don't know. Uh, that that becomes a bigger picture conversation. But we'll see. The, 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 the legislation has not been drafted. They say they're meeting with coaches and administrators to find out the best course of action to make it as even a playing field as they can. And that's, to your point about Alabama doesn't have as much money, what, what Nick Saban is saying, yes, I mean, that's never going to change. Nick Saban and Alabama are never going to have the, the financial wealth of Texas or Texas A&M or USC. That's obvious. But all playing by the same rules would be what the what he's asking for. Uh, just we're all playing under the same set of rules. That we Which means have, you need to be punished when you break the rules. Correct. But then we all know, like, because Alabama's state government has set a different set of NIL rules than Texas. And right. Texas are different than California's. And California's are different than Florida's. I would agree that that's untenable long term. There has to be a uniform set. But at the same time, how do we get to that? And then what are the legal challenges that come from the states if they do pass a law? All that needs to be hashed out, but you know, that's where we are in college athletics right now, and certainly in college football uh, with Nick Saban leading the charge. Uh, we'll take your thoughts on that and the other top stories of the day, the buck-ons and buck-offs. How about a big buck-on that we got from our buddy uh, uh, J.J. Gotch over at the uh, the Austin Gamblers, who are the, uh, the great sponsor and partner here on a buck-off Thursday, every Thursday moving forward. He sent us a buck-on and says that the ride, the ride, the eight-episode Docu-series now airing on Prime Video and Prime Plus is number nine. Number nine this week on uh, most watched shows on Amazon Prime. So go check that out. Get on board. Giddy up. See if we can drive that thing up. Well, you don't say giddy up to bulls. We don't? No. That's only to to horses. That's only to horse? I wouldn't say giddy up to a bull. He don't care. (laughs) He don't care. (laughs) He don't care. But, uh, you know, so get get on board with that. They're number nine on Prime Video in its first week of release. Let's see if we can drive that up. That is a really, really good show. I can't wait to dive into it. I've already seen one of the one of the episodes. Uh, It's it's the behind the scenes, uh, you know, story of the first year of the PBR, the now team bull riding league. Uh, Your Austin Gamblers are your professional bull riding team right here in Austin, Texas. We'll come back. Uh, we'll pick up the uh, top stories, the buck-ons and the buck-offs, and, of course, a little flex segment as well. How about a, a, a legendary Westlake High alum, you know, rooting on the uh, local baseball team here in town in our flex segment. We'll get that. Craig Way has his report. Gossip and Blitz before the end of the hour with Bucky back. It's b on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Buck-off Thursday on B&E, Buck-ons as well. Buck-on to you folks with your uh, great text and conversation. This one says, wasn't Tommy Turbo the sleaze who begged for the Texas check job once he and then left recruits he had in at a dinner Mm -hmm. holding a bag? That's true. That's true. A lot of of varying opinions on Tommy Tuberville, but uh, yes, 
and while he was at Texas Tech, he left to take the Cincinnati job while recruits were there. They're having a, like a, a dinner. Like a, he like uh, bolted out then, <laughs> huh? Yeah. And then you go to the bathroom. See ya. Wreckham Tech. Welcome to Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, but this is a good one. This says, uh, guys, there are, a lot of, there, there are actually a lot of important industries that have different regulations from state to state. That's America. Why should college sports be different? Insurance, taxes, environmental regs are very. Alabama can go fund me. Yeah. Well, again, I believe Nick Saban is not asking for the Congress, the U.S. Congress, to regulate like a salary cap. Uh, now, he has asked for that, by the way. Why don't you just cut this thing out and sure. go, go to the top teams and just do it like the NFL, unionize the players. You know, Nick Saban knows you can't unionize the entire athletic department, but fo- fo- football players, and then create a fair set of rules. But in this case... Uh, I, I think what the, what, the, what the draft will be when Tommy Tuberville and Joe Manchin write it up will be not about how much money players can make but uh, under NIL deals, but just the rules in which they do it under. Because, again, every states are different. And you're right. Within the state, in this country, there's a lot of states that have different rules in how they run their industries. Uh, the argument is going to be that you know, you know, we play one another, we compete against one another across state lines. Now that becomes challenging. Now the business owners, well, well, so do we. That's why some people, some, you know, that's why people are leaving California to come to Texas to move their businesses here because the state rules and laws are friendlier to business here. Correct. Uh, so again, but again, this is going to be the argument. That, and you know, to hear Tommy Tuberville on this video uh, say, "Looking out for education, we're looking out for education, and we're looking out for the sanctity of college sports." Well, thank you, Tommy. Appreciate that. Go for it. Hopefully you can. Go to the bathroom and then but run out on the Senate. And college sports, because thank gosh you didn't say college football, because like sanctity of college football, when, really? when is the last time you could say that, Tommy, including yourself uh, in this deal? It says, guys, NIL deals are private employment contracts. Um, the USSC will not allow to, will not let laws to put limits on salaries. This is not the NFL with a salary cap. There is no precedent for the government to make a new law stating that a second party, i.e. the NCAA, could limit what a first party, i.e. the players, can earn from their party. NIL ops. Agreed. And that's where it's, uh, um, you know, that's where we're all going to follow this. You know, this is kind of like the PGA Tour uh, deal with Liv. We're trying to explain, or at least our perspective on why it happened. And now what's going to happen, we don't know. When we talk about these live deals and this, this push to, to have the Febs involved, you know, we can predict how it's going to go and what they're going to ask for, but at the same time, we'll all follow it as it goes. Uh, we know where it's at now, and it's the wild, wild west, and it's uh, open season. And, you know, is that good for college football? Uh, probably not. They, they need some type of regulatory board, uh, not the federal government, but they don't have that in place right now, and the NCAA is impotent to, to patrol it and do much about it at this point. So... You know, I, I think that's the, the, the wider, gem, you know, wider, bigger discussion of what can be done. Uh, hopefully, they they make wise decisions here, Buck. Because can we all agree that the current no rules at all is a bad is a bad thing? I, mean, I think it's a bad thing. I think we can all agree that that the no rules at there all. There were no rules before this, though. Yeah, they were just all under the table. Well, it's the same thing. But if they were proven or were able to be caught, there were, there were punishment. There yeah, were, you know. Sanctions and stripping of titles and, and uh, taking of scholarships and, and all that kind were, of there stuff. There were there were there were penalties to be paid. I it's think just, this era without rules and guys still getting paid is better than what it was before. You I do? I don't think it's created that unfair of an advantage, especially with like the transfer portal being open. Said like a Texas fan. I, I mean, 
Especially well, I mean, uh, Texas, just, Texas stands to gain. Texas and Texas A&M and USC stand to gain the most under this current no-rule system. Well, college football is different, but if this is just about college sports as a whole, I think I think NIL and the transfer portal deal has helped college basketball tremendously. I think that I think that was a dying sport before all this stuff. Well, that's happened. a fair point. Though, and the transfer portal is different than NILs, right? That's but they go hand separate. in hand with each other. Like if if the transfer thing wasn't a thing, then school, schools wouldn't be. Once you're stuck at a school, you wouldn't be able to. You know, reach out. Other schools wouldn't be able to offer NIL deals and stuff like that to upperclassmen. You know, yeah. I'm sure Sir Jabari and Marcus Carr had tons of NIL money this year, and that they wouldn't have had before at their previous schools. Well, and and remains. I just think that the current wild wild west scenario is not good. Uh, and and maybe it was a wild wild west scenario before that we just didn't see, and it was the underbelly. Uh, but at least there was punishment. There were rules. Everyone knew what the rules were. There were those willing to break them. And t- risk take the risk. We know that, but now there are just no rules. I mean, and d- different states have different ways of doing things. And um, you know, th- th- within the NIL, and again, that's that's the general conversation. I believe was maybe we all can't agree that it's it's we can't sustain with no rules at all and no regulatory body at all in place on a national level. Not they're just more trying to keep the young kid, the high school kids, not involved in this kind of stuff. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Then the you know the the juniors and seniors they get in the portal and they go somewhere because of a little bit more money at this school. They don't want your high schoolers to be coaxed into making a decision over money on where the schools. Yeah, gonna be. they that's that's they they really want to try to stop that. I get that. that. Yeah, but the other stuff well, when look, you're I, junior no, or senior, and somebody offers you this and an NIL deal, and you go to that school instead, and you have the ability to leave that school by then, and you haven't entered into a school then. I don't, know, I don't know how they're going to do that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, or again, certain guidelines, this is as look, much as you can make. This, again, I, they can they do that? They haven't drafted the legislation yet, so I can't comment on what, what, it, what they're asking for, what they're going to try to push through. But what it sounds like when I listen to Nick Saban is they just want uniformity within the rules of NIL as it, as it speaks to, like, the, like the, let's just go with the new, new law in Texas. You know, the, we now know that the Texas One Fund, which is Texas's largest collection site, for lack of a better term, for, for NIL dollars, Clearinghouse, is now al- allowed to, under state law of Texas, to um, you know give perks to donors who donate to the Texas One Fund. That was against the law before, you know, just like you would when you donate money to the Longhorn Foundation, right. and you get a better parking spot, and you get better seats, and you get perks. That now can be done through the Texas One Fund. That's now legal. Uh, so it obviously encourages donors to spend and, and put money into the legal into the one fund, which they can then use on NIL deals. Um, you know th- that's a different rule than in other states. Uh, those are the kind of things regulating the the the, the collectives, uh, the funds. The Aggies got the twelfth the twelfth man plus uh, fund, making sure there's oversight to how those operate and how those are done. I think is is, is part of what they're asking for, and I don't think that's terrible. That's a terrible idea. I don't think you just can let them do whatever they want, uh, state to state, in my opinion. Uh, but yes, uh, as far as how you recruit players and bring players, I think those rules should stay mostly the same. I don't think you should be allowed 
to induce a player to come to your school for a bag of money that you've got ready for him when he gets here. Uh, but that that's happening. We know it is. The NCAA's not doing anything well, yeah. about it. Uh, I mean, Texas, gosh, I mean, I, we, we, you know, no one's looking into it, but it would be assumed that there's been some, hey, we, we can't tell you this, but when you get here, we got this for you, those kind of right. things. But, you know, but no one's, no one's policing that. Uh, and I think whether it's a high school player, because I like the transfer portal, as Ty said, for the way it's spreading talent around the country, especially in the other sports, not football, but even in football. Players who are stuck in, on a bad spot on the depth chart can go ahead and transfer and start fresh somebody else, somewhere else. Um, you know, the, we know there are good sides to all things, but this, I, I like the transfer portal. Uh, I do wish that there was that it was just one time, right? You could do a one-time transfer. But and, is it? I, I mean, look at JT Daniels. We've had this discussion before. Like, how has he transferred well, that, every well, year right. for five years? I, I, that's what I'm saying. I wish there was more teeth to that. Oh, so you wish it was one time? Yes. Which was a one-time deal. That's what it was initially. And right? then, then after your one free pass, you can then say, you know what? Uh, I want to. Then you have to appeal to it and try to to get a waiver, just like you used to have to do. But again, they sit your ass out for a year. Yeah, and there needs to be because again, going the, the situation where players are going from school to their rival school in the course of an the situation where guys are playing for seven eight years. Well, and that's all. Well, look, that all that, that will come to an end. That's the perfect soon. storm of COVID, NCAA extra years. I mean, the COVID's a big part of that still, with the super senior, you know, you know allowance and things of that nature. I, I think that will will rectify itself over time. But again, there, there has to be a regulating body of this. There just does, in my opinion. Hey, let's get to the Flex segment quick. It is good stuff on a Thursday morning. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, real quick on the Flex segment, we know that there is uh, one baseball team remaining in the state uh, quest for a state championship in our area. And those are the Westlake Chaparrales. They're going to play on Friday night at Dell Diamond. Should be a huge crowd. Pearland is the opponent uh, in the semifinal round. And how about this? A buddy of mine sent me this. Apparently a, a, law, a Westlake legend has uh, sent a little note and a little video to all of the Westlake baseball players and their fans. And uh, here it is. This is a Hall of Fame New Orleans Saints quarterback and former Westlake Chaparral himself, Drew Brees, with his message to the Chaps. Hey, Westlake High School Baseball, Drew Brees here. Congratulations on making it to the state championship Final Four. Uh, but you didn't just work this hard to get there, man. You worked this hard to go win the damn thing, all right? So take it one game at a time, one inning at a time, one pitch at a time. Play for each other and go win this damn thing. Win it for each other and win it for all the other guys who came before you who couldn't get there, all right? You guys made it. You battled your butt off to get there. Let's go get the job done, man. Go Shaps. There you go. Wow. Drew, bring in the bring in the noise. Pumping him up. I like it. Drew Brees. He played Drew Brees was a great baseball player too, by the way. Was he? Drew Brees was a really, really good athlete and pretty much he's one of those guys that was good at whatever he did. Um, and so a lot of I've talked to folks who thought Drew was going to be a baseball player just because of his size. It didn't he didn't have the prototypical quarterback size and uh, boy he could really play. What was he a short stop? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he was just he you know coming through the the younger leagues right the. Uh, he was the guy that played everything. He's your shortstop. He's your pitcher. He's your center fielder when you need him. Uh, but Drew was a great, great athlete, not just football. Um, I think he played basketball at a pretty high level, too. Uh, but Drew, of course, went on to uh, star at Purdue because you guys didn't recruit him. 
while you were there? We know the reasons. Oh, we don't have to rehash we that needed, everybody needed a dentist at that time. <laughs> Buck on to Drew Brees for doing that. That's pretty cool. And good luck to the Chaparrales uh, as they make their way to the Dell Diamond tomorrow. I heard Chris Almendaris, the president of the Round Rock Express, yesterday talking about you know that, that tournament's already started. They already started games yesterday. They have mm-hmm. games all day today. Uh, it'll, it'll climax with the 6A championships tomorrow and, uh, and Saturday. Uh, but really good baseball at Dell Diamond. Get on out there and take it in. Good luck to the Chefs. Good luck to Drew. By the way, the water you heard in the back, Drew, the video I saw, looks like he's at the beach. Beach it up all. Drew's enjoying some beach time. There you go. Speaking of beach time, we know coming up in our salacious gossip ahead of your blitz, Zion Williamson has some serious baby mama drama going on. That is for sure. And did you see where how Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman, lifetime or legendary cowboy, Hall of Famer, Fox brought or hey, what is he Monday Night Football broadcaster mm-hmm. now? Uh, apparently, when he doesn't. No one knows this, but apparently he's uh, separated from his second wife and uh, could be moving on. We'll get your details on that coming up in Salacious Gossip, ahead of your blitz. Load it up. Where you get that from? Did Tawana tell you that? Did Tawana tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just gossip brought to you by the Icy Cold Bud Lights. Great to have these uh, warm, muggy days and getting warmer when you're out and about. Playing around the golf. I know at uh, the Onion Creek Club this weekend, Buck, it is the member guest tournament. I'm not participating this year. Chilling out of that one? Chilling out. Didn't, I didn't get in in time, and then it's my daughter's 21st birthday this weekend, so probably good not, but that'll be a lot of uh, Bud Lights and Coldies consumed this weekend out at OC. That member guest is always a great event, so good luck to all the guys participating in that, and uh, at your club, and whatever you're up to this weekend, watching Texas baseball, uh, watching the NBA Finals, which feel like it's uh, heavy nuggets at this point. Uh, enjoy those uh, those uh, cold Bud Lights. It's the domestic, official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas Texas and the Texas OU game, and brewed right here in the great state by Texans for Texans and dang proud of it. Okay, Buck. By the way, somebody, we played that Drew, Drew Brees piece of audio, that video he sent to the Westlake baseball team. Apparently Calvin Schiraldi. job, Cal. Also sent one. He was on their, I didn't know this, he was on their state championship team 1980. Is that right, Ty? Yeah, he was. 1980, mm-hmm. the Westlake's last state championship nope, baseball. 1984. Oh, they won in 84, too? Yep. There you go, 84. Calvin Schiraldi went on to the University of Texas and a star there and a great great pro career as, as well for Calvin. Play with the socks. 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 Come on, man. So have you seen the images uh, coming from New York City, the, the skyline? Incredible. So New York City, has a, on a beautiful day in June, has a great panoramic skyline, right? The bridges and the buildings and everything. Well, apparently, smoke, we've had this before here with smoke from wildfires in Mexico, but apparently there's a, a hundred, there's hundreds of Canadian wildfires that are mm-hmm. raging, and it is leading to smoke making its way to New York City, and the, the videos from yesterday are something like out of a, like Hollywood couldn't do it as good. It's foggy. <laughs> it's like it's orange. It's, um, it's apocalyptic would be the word. Uh, really interesting. Uh, this, there's a George Washington Bridge. I saw that. I was... I used to stay underneath there when recruiting New York City. You slept under the bridge? No, I'm in a hotel underneath that bridge. There's a hotel under the bridge. Hourly Hotel. J.R. Richard? Oh, it was awful. Hourly Hotel? Why? It was terrible. The guy guy who who was the manager stood sat behind a cage. What? Put put your key out and just shoved that little thing out of there. It was just, back in the day, Boston College recruiting was a little cheaper than Texas recruiting, I'd say. Yes, probably so. Yes. Uh, in our Hot or Not segment last hour, Ty taught us the, uh, brought us the Zion Williamson story. But our man Zion, 
not having a really good run with the New Orleans Pelicans as a uh, superstar in the making. But also he uh, apparently, well, he stepped in it here. Serious baby mama drama. So he and his uh, current girlfriend put out a we're, we're with child video or picture to which apparently his other, his only fans lady, Mariah Holy Mills, skank. started putting his business all out there. And so apparently, is this true, Ty, that the, the, the baby mama is a stripper? In Porn New No, no. The, the baby oh. mama is? I'm, I'm, I'm not aware of the baby mama's occupation, no. And then Mariah Mills from Dallas. Really, she's an OnlyFans. But yeah, she does that kind of stuff on her OnlyFans account. And uh, so that's not good for Zion. Probably a bad idea. She said she might be pregnant, too. Oh, great. She said she's late. Oh, Gotta watch out, Zion. Oh my she's God. late every month, though. <laughs> Zion, uh-huh. guess what? She's late every month. Dude. Also, NFL great Troy Aikman has posted a series of uh, pretty steamy pictures with himself with a much younger woman, seemingly announcing his marriage to uh, Catherine Aikman is uh, apparently over. Former Cowboys quarterback, 56 years old, has uh, been tagged by a young lady named Haley Clark, 34 years old, in multiple photos of the two cozied up. Uh, They're in the vacation on the Italian Riviera, the Amalfi Coast. And uh, that, of course, Troy's been married with his second wife, but that is not, the pictures are not of his wife. Uh, so maybe some, some issues there with Troy. But uh, Take that, Skip Bayless. I just say this for Troy Eggman. He's 54 years old, and he's in better shape than I will ever be. It's unbelievable how good a shape Troy Eggman is in. Kidding me? That dude. So he's got that 34-year-old. Well, he looks like he's 34. I mean, he's got his shirt off at the beach, and he's got these six-pack abs, and I'm like... Because I met Troy out at the when was his new beer launched. Super nice guy, but yeah, he's in great shape. That guy does it does it pretty well. Uh, so that is out there in salacious gossip too. And as we told you, uh, a company called LawnStarter.com, LawnStarter.com, based right here in Austin, Texas, recently conducted a study to determine the American cities that are the best for naked bike riding. And the top three are Philadelphia, Portland, Seattle, and Austin, Texas, baby, Austin, Texas. I don't know where the naked bike riding. Well, I, I know it's not on Fitzhugh. <laughs> well, I am. I am seeing it. Well, good it. thing that uh, if Lawn Starter's survey is correct, at least they have all the bike lanes they need. Yes. They have all the bike lanes they need to pursue their hobby of naked bike riding. Gross. <laughs> that sounds like it hurts more oh. than being gross. All right, let's go to your Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz, brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. All I have to say is, thanks a lot, Bucky. We spent our anniversary watching that Natalia stuff. The daughter's a con artist. The mom's a manipulative psycho. The dad's a drama queen. The son's about the only normal one. Yeah, the poor son. Thanks for that review. I love that. Yeah. Sorry about that with the dad, though. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, Ty, I know you love them Aggies. And when Bucky had them all bent over, 100,000 of them waving the flag, it's like this. Bucky goes and gets the sugar out, but I'm the one that gave it to him. This is what life's about. It's not who got the sugar, it's who gives the sugar. Who gives the sugar. Thank you, dear big dog. Who gives the sugar. Next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, I know it's my third game back, but this Yoke Witch guy... 
pretty impressive. He looked like Kevin McHale with the third eye, and he has a three-pointer. All he has left is durability, and he'll be a legend. And by the way, the NBA put it on the Bravo Channel. Good Lord. Wrap it up, Zion. No kidding. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Hey, Bucky. Yes, sir. With that beautiful burnt orange New York skyline, Sark needs to take his football team up there and take awesome pictures. That would be cool, but it's very the, the air quality not oh, good. It's not very good right now. Next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, this is uh, Earl uh, Thomas. Yeah, hey, shame on Zion Williamson. I mean, I mean, get those hoes under control. <laughs> Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, uh, can someone tell me where to sign up for that Sweden Sports? This is Bill Cosby. Man, that's the sex games. Next blitzer, you're up. Hey, coach, load management. Welcome back. (laughs) Load management. Hey, uh, how many heifers do you think BK has of his baby mama? Wow. K has grown up. Next blitzer, you're up. Tommy Tuberville. This would be the same Tommy Tuberville.